Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. My name is Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into our show. The title of this message is Favor, Favor, Favor. Doesn't that sound great? Well, many of you are entering a season of favor and restoration because the enemy has stolen some things for you. And I've got good news. It's payback time. Be blessed by this message. But the title of this message today is favor, favor, favor. Now that's a lot of favor, isn't it? <laughs> Aren't y'all glad you came today? Because see, many of you are entering a season of restoration. You watching by television, you at this conference, you're entering a season of restoration. Because see, the enemy has stolen from you. Some of you, he's stolen your health, He's stolen family members. He's stolen your finances. Some of you, he's just stolen all of this. And you've been under one attack after another attack. But the good news is, it's payback time. You are entering a season of payback, and the enemy's got to pay back what he's stolen from you. Now, your job is to be faithful and obedient and keep a good attitude while you're waiting, because we don't like to wait, do we? We want everything quick. We want everything easy when God doesn't work that way. But he will lead, and he will guide, and he will provide, because he's got work for all of us to do. And the reason that so many of you have been under attack is the devil knows the call of God on your life. And he's due, if he can't take you out, he's trying to wear you out. And some of you can say, that is the truth. But we're going to survive this. So let's get started in the Word, and we're going to talk about how we can receive this favor, favor, favor. I'm ready, aren't y'all? Let's go to Genesis 26, 17 through 22. Then Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. And Isaac dug again the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Abraham, his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by names, which his father had called them. Also Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. But the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, This water is ours. So he called the name of the well Essex, because they quarreled with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that one also. So he, he called that one Sitna. And he moved from there and dug another well, and they, they did not quarrel over it. So he called his name Rehoboth, because he said, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land." 
Let's pray over this word. Father, I thank you again for your presence that we feel. Lord, I pray now that you anoint me to teach this word. Anoint every heart to receive in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Well, to give you just a little bit of history of this scripture, uh, there was a famine in the land. It was very dry. Everything, there was no rain in the land. And God told Isaac, you stay in this land, even though this is an impossible situation, and you'll be blessed because of your father, Abraham. Now, what I want to do in today's lesson is I want to dissect these scriptures So we can learn from Isaac to see how he feasted in a time of famine. When everybody else was going under, he was blessed. But the first thing I want you to take note of is that he was blessed because of his father Abraham's obedience. So many of you are in ministry, many of you are leaders, many of you are spending a lot of time, and if you ever come to the point, you say, is it worth it? People don't care. It's like, okay, I'm preaching to you, and you don't care. You don't change. What's wrong with you? And you get tired. But I want you to know that everything that you're doing from the kingdom of God is going to bless your inheritance. Because generations, what you're doing, if it was just for today, but no, not only that, it's going to bless generations in the future. Your children, your children's children by our obedience. See, we all know that generational curses come through the bloodline. We've heard that. How some families seem to have Alzheimer's. One family member, the other family member. But we know Jesus became a curse, so we don't have to have that, right? That we've had a heavenly blood transfusion, according to Galatians 3.13. That the blood of Jesus is flowing in us, plucking up anything that is planted by God. It has no place in our bodies. Because what Jesus did on Calvary. But you know, we don't help the situation when we curse our own self. Well, I'm probably going to get Alzheimer's. Everybody else in my family's got it. I'm probably going to get some diabetes. No. (laughs) You need to say, I have the mind of Christ. The devil's working overtime. You don't need, you know, even medical science tells us that our bodies respond to our words. I mean, they're finally catching up with what the Bible says, that when we speak to our bodies and say, body, you're healed, body, you are well, it responds. But if we're telling our body all the time, you're sick, you'll never amount to anything, you're going to have a disease, guess what? But those same generational blessings go down our bloodline too. I love the scripture, Psalms 112, and I'm going to just summarize this for today's sake and just kind of do a little teaching on this because it's one of my favorite scriptures and I'm going to just paraphrase it but it says for those who love the Lord who fear the Lord and take delight in doing what he's called them to do their children will be successful everywhere a whole generation of godly people will be blessed and they themselves will be wealthy I stand on that one too. So Doug and I love what we're doing. That's what we talk about all the time. I love what I'm doing. I thought about it. You know, if somebody gave me a million dollars, I would rather do what I'm doing than have the million dollars. And y'all are thinking, well, I don't know about that. Well, it's the truth. I love 
I feel honored to do what God's called me to do. I can't believe he called me to do it. I'm thinking you couldn't have picked a more country girl in the world to be on television. But he knew the plan. And Doug loves what he's doing. He'll tell me all the time, I love putting shows together. I thought, well, I don't know how you could stand to look at me all day long and hear me preaching all day long. But we're doing what we love. So I say my sons and their families are blessed everywhere. Blessings, favor, health. And they'll become the mighty men and women of God they're called to be. Because favor, favor, favor because of what we're doing. But a whole godly generation of of people are going to be blessed. And I believe they're being blessed by this show. They're being blessed by you. You don't know. You'll know one day when you get in heaven and people will say, you know, you made a difference in my life. You made a difference in my life. So what you're doing is making, you're giving a gift that will last eternity. You may not have a lot of money to give your family, but one thing about it, if you can give them a legacy of Jesus Christ, you're giving them all they're going to need. Not only for this life, but life to come. Amen? And the only reason that many of you are alive today is because of praying parents and grandparents. You'd have been dead in those teenage years. <laughs> I know my boys, when they start telling me, we jumped off the roof on a trampoline when y'all wasn't at home. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Just don't tell me anything else. But you know, you want to make a difference in somebody's life. You want to make a difference in what you're doing. Because there's a lot of people in the graveyard now that they never fulfill the call of God on their lives. They had purpose, but they didn't have a a plan to, to do it, the courage to do what God had called them to do. So you're making a difference. And I want to get to heaven and see people that say, in fact, Tyler's here. You don't have your notebook, but it's in my Bible. Y'all can hear so y'all can remember this for Tyler. When we're dead and gone, which is hopefully a long time when we all get raptured out of here. But on our tombstone, I don't want a loving mama. Hope I was. Or Doug was a loving daddy and a loving couple. But I want it to say their faith in Jesus touched many lives. It's written in my Bible. Because when it comes down to it, I want to be a good mama, pray I was a good mama, but it's going to matter to eternity. And what you do matters. So Isaac was blessed. And I just feel like this. Some of you are praying for your family. And you feel like it's going nowhere. You keep praying. You keep believing. You keep trusting. Because the Lord hears your prayers. Those prayers that you are praying are not wasting your time. Because some of you are thinking, the Holy Spirit speaking to me. Some of you feel like right now your prayers are going nowhere and there's no need to pray. Because you think the Lord is not hearing your prayers. He hears your prayers. He sees those tears. His timing is everything. Your job is to keep being faithful and keep believing what his word says. So he was blessed in a time a famine, a hundredfold more than the seeds that he had sowed. Now, does that make sense? I mean, there is no rain. 
the land is dry. It made so much more sense to go to another country. I mean, another land where there was rain and better soil. But no, the Lord said, you stay here and you'll be blessed in this time of famine. See, some of you have been trying to leave a job for a long time. <laughs> First of all, you prayed, Lord, see, give me the right job. And then you're in there with a bunch of, uh, I won't even say it. They're not the nicest people in the world. And you're praying to get out of there. And the Lord's not letting you find anything else right now because he's saying bloom where you planted. You're the one that prayed for me to use you. Now use, let your light shine where you are now. Bloom where you planted. But he was blessed a hundredfold more than the seed that he sowed. And don't you know the Philistines were thinking, well, how are you being blessed and we're starving to death over here? He was obedient to the Lord. So what I want to teach y'all now is a little, about, little bit about sowing and reaping. And I'm not going to take up a special offering. You on television, don't be holding your breath or turning the channel because we're not going to do that. But I do want to do some teaching on sowing and reaping because I think people just don't understand. Maybe you've never heard any teaching on this. But see, the Lord's whole system of order is seed, time, and harvest. But do you know you're not going to get your harvest the day that you plant your seed? And see, that's the problem with us. We're going to sow that seed and we want to get it the next day or give up. Well, that didn't work. But see, the problem is it's like seed and then it's time and harvest. And too many people faint before their harvest because it gets hard. Times get hard. You get discouraged. You're ready to give up. But some of you are due a big harvest because you've been putting in a lot of time. See, resources, money is not the only thing. It's your time. It's your talent. It's your gifting. But when you start giving it away, it's going to come back to you. More than you ever could imagine. So to just give you a little bit of teaching on the laws of the universe... If I plant an apple, seed, an apple seed, what kind of fruit am I going to get? Y'all get an A. Y'all are smart. Guess what? If I get on a build, because there's laws, you're going to get reap what you sow. If I get on a skyscraper building and I decide that I'm going to jump off, what's going to happen to me? That's right. The laws of gravity are broken and this old girl is going to be gone. It don't matter how much you get up there and you say, I'm going to believe in faith in Jesus' name that I'm going to walk on air. No, you're not. You're going to die because you don't need to be testing the Lord either because the laws of gravity are broken. If you speed long enough, guess what? You're going to get a ticket. I don't care how many times you put your foot on the brake saying, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, and you're looking in the rearview mirror and you're knowing that they already know you're going 80 miles an hour. <laughs> and then there again, if you don't take care of yourself, you don't eat properly, don't get some, it gets quiet on this. You know, church mouse is in here. But it's the truth. If you don't eat correctly, you don't get enough exercise, you don't get sleep, you don't know how to deal with stress, you'll get sick. And you can blame it on the devil all day long and he's, he's working overtime. But the thing a lot of times is us. 
We got to learn to deal with stress. We got to learn. See, it's not prophesying that you're going to get sick. That's just the loss. That's what takes place. So you got to learn how to deal with stress because some of you are going through some very stressful times. But the only time you're going to be stress-free is when they're looking down in your casket one day and say, don't she look natural? <laughs> Have y'all ever figured that one out? <laughs> you don't look natural, you look dead. And you'll hear people say, well, did you see how they put her away? I can't believe them boys did that to her. <laughs> but we got to, I got my son here today, so I'm preaching to him. <laughs> way nice <laughs> but anyway but really we've got to learn to take care of ourselves because there's certain laws but see it's not only our resources it's our time it's our talents our ability you know you're going to reap what you sow you can't have friends if you treat people like dirt people are wondering why they're all alone and they got no friends well you try me you need to be a little nicer to people that's just the truth. And sometimes when the Lord tells you to sow, you need to do it or you'll talk yourself out of it. Have you ever done that before? The Lord told you to do something and you sit there and thinking, I don't know how they're going to spend that money. I don't know if I heard from you, Lord, or not. I will have to have two angels to tell me if I'm hearing from you. <laughs> and you'll talk yourself out of it. And I thought about a little story that, that I had, and not everybody's going to think you sowing seed in the right place. But I was working as a registered dietitian at the health department, and I went to different counties, so y'all don't even try to figure out where I was on this particular day. But um, this particular lady come into my, came into my office, and she was, had tattoos from the top of her head to the soles of her feet and piercings everywhere and just didn't typically look like the kind of person that would be in the county I was in that day. Okay, y'all understand? So anyway, she had a, a, a child that was sick. She had been in the hospital and was going through a really hard time. So I asked this woman if I could pray for her. And she said, sure, pray for me. And she started crying that somebody cared and I felt like the Lord was saying, write her a check. And it was just a small amount of money, but it was not, you know, I just felt like the Lord said, give her a little money. And I was feeling pretty good about myself, patting myself on the back. Okay, Sandra, you did something good today. Until I went downtown. And then all of a sudden, I ran into this lady that just happened to work in the place, maybe the store, that she cashed her check. And so she said, Sandra, how do you feel about that woman that you gave that money to? And first of all, my spiritual fruit was squeezed. Have y'all's fruit ever been squeezed? Because I wanted to say, what I wanted to say is none of your business. Who do you think you are? But I didn't. I zipped it up. Sometimes if you'll learn to zip it, people will tell you everything you need to know. And so she proceeded on. She couldn't get anything out of me. She said, did you see all those tattoos and those piercings? And I saw her smoking a cigarette. And I just can't give money to people like that. And what I wanted to say at that point, I said, you may have a problem with smoking, but you don't have a problem with gossiping, do you? And see, a lot of religious people, they want to condemn everybody else. Well, you can't do this, you can't do that. But one thing about it, they can sure gossip and talk about everybody else. Yeah. 
But you know, that was the seed that I felt like I needed to sow. It was none of her business what I did with my money. And I believe from that, that woman got saved. Because see, we all plant seed. The Lord brings home the harvest, but your job is to be obedient. And when God tells you to do something, you do it. And I believe I'll run into that lady one day in heaven and she'll say, you changed my life. You never know what you're doing for a person. But you can have favor in a time of famine. The Bible says in Psalms 37, you can feast in a time of famine. But we got to quit limiting God. So we try to limit God. God can do this, but God can't do that. He's God. Have y'all figured that out? He's God. But see, the problem in the body of Christ, we're trying to make God a natural God like us instead of a supernatural God that he is. We're trying to figure him out, trying to figure out how things are going to take place. It doesn't happen that way. And when we don't get our way, we think it's not God. Have you ever told God what he needs to do? I pray this message blessed you and you understand the importance of knowing who you are in the Lord that you're his child. You're not his grandchild. You're not a stepchild. You are a child of the king. And he wants to bless us physically, spiritually, financially. But we got to get rid of that famine mentality. You got to get rid of that wilderness mentality and start believing for favor. Start believing for healing. Start believing that better days are ahead. Because I'm praying and believing with you now that the rest of your life, it's going to be the best of your life. You've had a bad time, a hard season, but better days are ahead. And if you're watching this show and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, that's the most important decision that you'll ever make. You'll never have peace. You'll never have the favor and the blessings of the Lord if you don't receive him as your Savior. Yes, you'll still have storms in life. Because life is hard, but you'll never be alone. And some of you, the Holy Spirit is dealing with you because maybe you know religion, but you don't know Jesus. And if that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross just for me, and you rose again on the third day. Come into my heart and come into my life. And from this day forth, I'm going to live for you. Friends, if you prayed that prayer, congratulations. Find you a good Bible-believing church and grow to be more like Jesus. Now, if you're watching this show and maybe you need healing, maybe you need a miracle, maybe you just need your face in depression, whatever you're going through right now, we do have a 1-800 number. We have a prayer line. Make sure you call that number right now. If we don't pick up right then, I promise you I will call you back as soon as I can. We'd love to pray with you. Also, I'd like to ask you to send us praise reports. I love to get letters in the mail. I love to get emails of 
all of you that are being blessed by this show because it just increases my faith that, you know what, we're making a difference in your life and we would love to hear from you. Also, connect with us on Facebook. We have a brand new YouTube channel called uh, SH Ministries. Just go to YouTube and subscribe. We put all of our shows on there and you can tell your friends about it also. Now, I can't go off the air without thanking our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you, and we pray for you every day. And I'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us, or maybe just a one-time offering. If we all give a little, we can reach the world for Jesus, and we could use your help. Now, next week, we're going to have part two of this message, favor, favor, Favor. That's a lot of favor. You don't want to miss it. But until then, this is Sandra Hancock. And remember, your hope is in Jesus.
My name is Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our broadcast. Many of you that are watching this broadcast, you feel like you're at the end of your rope. You've got some impossible situations, but I got some good news. You have hope in Jesus because we still serve a supernatural miracle working God of now. I also would like to invite you to come out and join us in one of our powerful conferences in a city near you. It would make our day to have you as our guest. If you think our broadcast is powerful, wait and come and experience the presence of the Lord. You'll love it. Also, I want to thank our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you, and we thank you for helping us spread Jesus to a hurting world. God bless you all. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.